0: Producers without a clue Seriously?
1: That's what they call animation nowadays?
0: How do you even sell a show? What the
1: hell is a production packet?
0: Oh well, yeah, it's going to be animated It's going to be real cool
1: Wait, who's animating this thing? You've
0: got to believe in your own ideas Everyone is
1: pitching ideas
0: What do you have to join the Illuminati? We just
1: have to do it our way
0: Animation has warped my sense of reality. I
1: didn't tell him to draw that! <laughs> oh, it's all about the
0: demographic. Yeah, everybody, welcome back. Producers without a clue. Episode 10 um, already. And I'm Brian Finley. And what I'm going to be talking about today is not a chicken mecha turtle, but something else. And you are...
1: I'm Michael Cook. I'm the co-founder of Valley Studios, and I am the creator of Chucky e. Chicken. And I will also be talking about Chucky e. Chicken, not something else. So, <laughs> um, Wait a
0: minute! Did I say Chucky e. Chicken or Chicken Mecha Turtle?
1: You said Chicken Mecha Turtle. Okay. Cool. You were right. I was. I was the one who kind of messed up my delivery there, but it's okay. <laughs> so
0: good. Right. Cool. Moving into animation current events. Uh, yes. Let's kick kick things off with the dismantling of blue sky
1: you stole my story you jerk well <laughs> it's a big story though it's a big yes one. disney has announced that they will be dismantling blue sky studios is the recording of this uh video um mm.
0: what what's the day today the february 10th oh the 10th episode on the 10th
1: oh my gosh how cool is that <laughs> <laughs> it's an omen. What I get. What, wow. know, what can I say? Yeah. Wowzers! Wowzers! <laughs> and look at me. I'm All right, wearing now. something different other than my gray Sanibel sweatshirt today. <laughs> I'm wearing a gray T-shirt over a navy blue. Uh, uh, I don't know what. I guess flannel. I don't know what you would call this. It's like kind of like pajama shirt thingy.
0: Wow, that got intimate. And off-topic, <laughs> let's circle back around and no. land right on Blue Sky Studios uh, being dismantled. What are your I... thoughts?
1: About time? No, I'm kidding. Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. Wow. That's
0: P-W-A-C.
1: Okay, so no, I'm going to hit folks with some shocking news. I'm not a big fan of Blue Sky um you know i never really gotten into ice age i mean ice age kind of became the the modern day land before time let's be real um the only film that i really enjoyed out of the studio was the peanuts movie that was it you know yeah. i um, haven't seen it fantastic absolutely yeah. fantastic film oh one of the one of the greatest i'm Kind of disappointed it didn't do as well at the box office as I was hoping it would. Um, but, and I saw it in theaters. So I, mm. you know, I loved it. So I thought it was a great film. Um, I'm not, I didn't get into Ice Age. Um, I also didn't really get into God, what else did they do? They, I mean, that they're only known really as the studio that did Ice Age. That's it. You know, I mean, if you think about all the other properties that had spies in disguise just this past year, um, you know, I'm gonna pull up there, I'm gonna pull up the article here because I don't want to look like an idiot or any more like an idiot, <laughs> I should say. <laughs> um,
0: I left that one alone. I just want credit <laughs> for that. <laughs>
1: I I appreciate you letting that one along. It means a lot. They did Ferdinand back in 2017. Uh, They did Epic. They did Robots, which was another really good one. The Rio series they've also done, um, which I did like Rio. Um, They did uh, Horton Hears a Who, uh, I believe. Did they also do... Did they do the Lorax, or was that... Illuminations. I think there was Illuminations. Yeah, I'm not but, sure
0: about yeah. that. Um, I, I think, loved uh, Rio. I, the human yeah. characters were a little bit uh, yeah. uh, strange visually. In, but you uh, don't
1: go to an animated movie looking for the the, the 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 human characters. You go for the cartoons. No,
0: I mean the 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 animation in Rio. Uh, by the way, the model sheets, uh, the two D model sheets, mm-hmm. some of the best I've ever seen.
1: I, I need to see those. I haven't seen them yet. But. Oh,
0: so good. So good.
1: <laughs> so they were known for Rio. They were known for, I mean, I loved Robots. That was a great film with Robin Williams uh, and Mel Brooks. Um, that was a, and Drew Carey and a few, uh, Amanda Bynes, a few other great voice actors. Very, very funny film. Um, mm. But I didn't get into Ice Age. I'm not a big dinosaur guy. I mean, I, I didn't get a chance to see Ferdinand yet. Um, but it just, I don't know. I, I kind of see where Disney's going with it because you'd be surprised. Could you think, okay, they did this before with Pixar where they were like, we're going to acquire Pixar, but instead of like dismantling the studio, we're going to merge the artists together and create like an ultra mega animation studio, which of course led to films such as Big Hero 6, Tangled, Frozen. Um, Zootopia, um, Moana, all those big films that we have today. Um,
0: so have they released a statement saying um, they're going to merge or the artists are going to be brought, like, absorbed into Disney animation? or
1: No, they've not released any statement on that. They've only said that um, uh, that they're closing down the studio. It says... The Blue Sky Library and IP will remain a part of Disney, um, but there are no plans for another major studio to absorb the employees and operations. So Mm. there's no... I will say this. If they do decide not to bring on the artists, that is a stupid move. That would utterly... Because they've already destroyed their relationship with the cast members, with the theme parks. Disney is not doing well with the management that is currently at the studio. And my father and I had this conversation, which says, why do you badmouth the management at Disney? Are you just trying to blacklist yourself? Like, what if somebody over there watches your, you know, watches your your podcast and put you on like a do not hire ever again list. And I'm, I'm like, then the next guys will come in and say, well, we weren't those guys. So, you know, we'll hire you now. I mean, <laughs> it just, it, it, I say this because I know they can be better. I have been a part of better times with the company. Now they're in talks of, um, oh my gosh, who were they saying that they were going to uh, acquire um, not too long ago they, they just put out something that they were gonna buy another company um, hmm. j- just a couple days ago I forget who it was but I don't know uh, let me google it where in <laughs> Google <laughs>
0: is your friend
1: google is google
0: I is. wonder I wonder if when when they're in the mood to acquire another company uh, which seems to be like any day of the week I oh, wonder have- if MGM. Wow. Well, they've got a huge library.
1: Well, and they, and did like MGM makes sense because they opened Disney MGM studios, which is now Hollywood studios. I mean, they're known for the wizard of Oz. I mean, they had the great movie ride, the relationship with Disney and MGM. That makes sense. And it's kind of weird that they didn't do that already. They're in talks. There's nothing set in stone. I guess they want to do like another James Bond under the Disney logo, which, um, you know, I'm reading it through Clownfish TV, uh, which is a great, uh, you know, newscast for animation and nerd culture news and stuff mm. like that, which I love. Um, and, and the uh, the thumbnail for the video is um, the latest James Bond, Craig Daniels, with a mouse ears. And it's he's saying, oh, the, yeah, name, yeah. the name's yeah. Mouse, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um but i mean that would be cool but anyway to get on the blue sky because that is set in stone that is a definite happening the the management at disney i think is making terrible decisions they are making things on the quick they're making things on the cheap because they want to get it out on disney plus because the streaming wars have begun they are now in the streaming wars um, Paramount has announced a Paramount plus HBO max has been doing really well. Hmm. Netflix and Hulu are opening up their own animation shops. They are trying to outdo Disney. Disney is like, okay, we don't care. We're going to do our own thing because we know that the Disney name is going to, uh, you know, it doesn't matter because everyone hears the name Disney and thinks magic. Did
0: Disney by Hulu.
1: I believe they did. Yes, they did. I, I heard so.
0: something about that, but I can't remember if it was like a for sure thing. Yeah. Um, so everybody's getting into this streaming thing, which um, the problem with it is now uh, it it's so um, moduled that people are back to paying a hundred to two hundred bucks a month with uh, streaming fees.
1: Well, that's because everything is spread out across all these different platforms. When Netflix came out, I mean, they had everything. They had all the deals with all the major studios, which apparently started off this whole thing anyway, because it's kind of like the same mentality of like, why would we, you know, go to the cow when we can, you know, make our own cow? You know, you know, yeah. like why would be why why would we be, be a part of one cow when we own the damn barn? So yeah. it's it's one of those things where they they own all the IP. You know, why would they pay licensing fees? Why would they pay distribution uh, fees? Why would they pay packaging fees? Why would they pay advertising fees? Why yeah. would they pay all these fees when they can just create their own thing which is what disney did and then hbo got onto it and they have how many years of of content available on their platform and then there's you know licensing deals like one show can't appear on more than one platform or you know there's some shows that will never be on other platforms and it's going to collapse in itself again it's mm. going to turn into another cable it's going yeah. to, unless there's, there's you know, they got the Peacock. They got Paramount, you know. I'm well, surprised Warner Brothers isn't being like, oh, we're going to put out a WB Plus, and it's going to have everything yeah. from, you know, 1902 to today. <laughs>
0: well, I think what you're going to have is, you know, on social media, uh, you have a program like Hoot Suite. Yes. Which is an amalgamated portal. Mm-hmm. I I feel like we're just around the corner from some startup saying, hey, you can get HBO, Netflix, everything through us for this we need amalgamated. To do that.
1: That, that's our moneymaker. We need to do that. We need to find a programmer who's like, let's do it. So.
0: Uh, sounds like a headache. I don't want that.
1: <laughs> Who'll call it Cable 2.0? <laughs> <2. 0. laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cable again.
1: you know digital rabbit ears or so rabbit ears that's what we could call it rabbit ears there you you go how fun would that be i mean that we're right i mean they got hootsuite we got rabbit ears boom done
0: it's a great name for an app actually there's probably an app already named that and probably has something to do with porn i don't know (laughs) i don't know
1: I love how the first (laughs) thing with guys is just like, oh, rabbit ears, you know, must be hookers, you know, playboy buddies. Yeah, well, it just,
0: (laughs) you know, it it just seems like a good uh, play on words for that brand. But uh, yeah, these artists though, they're, they're talking about five close to 500 artists, right?
1: Yeah. Well, here's the thing. If they're willing, if they're able to go and they're able to get jobs in the industry and they're able to find, or, It is not as dire today for animators as it was 10, 15 years ago because we have the internet. We have the resources. You know, you think of folks like Glenn Keane who essentially made his own Netflix movie uh, over the moon. You know, Uh, you think of folks like, you know, your, your good buddy, James Lopez, you know, um, I
0: wouldn't say good buddy. We talked once and he yeah. was super nice. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, we got, yeah. you got I'll be his best v- friend. Sure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you got folks like Vivian Madrano who proved that, you know, the Internet can come together to create a pilot for an animated cartoon that then gets picked up and put onto television with day 24. I mean, yeah. it's not as dire. It's not like there's going to be... Hundreds of animators starving in the streets. If anything, it just opens them up to, to pay, take on new projects and allow them to be um, freelancers or allow them to be a part of multiple independent studios where there are no contracts, where there are no you know, uh, and you know, strict demands of the studio system from old Hollywood. And I think it's a beautiful thing. I think it's a great thing. I think it's going to be a wonderful thing um, when, you know, not that, they're, not that they're going to lose their jobs. That's not, That's never a good thing. It's never a good thing for people to lose jobs. It's never a good thing for uh, a company to be destroyed. This is uh, you
0: hitting control Z
1: yeah, right now on
0: much. your statement. Yes. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. Wait, I didn't mean that. I didn't right. mean that.
1: No, 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 because I, I mean, I think of myself as an animator, you know, I got out of college, I didn't get hired to go to, a, to to an animation studio, I did my own thing. So I don't have any experience in the animation, like any professional experience in the animation yeah. world. Everything I've done is self-taught. Well, so I me, think
0: a, they're going to be fine in terms yeah. of, I if they're good enough to get hired by Blue Sky, they are 100% super talents. Across yes. the board, Blue Sky is not going to hire duds, right?
1: No, they're not. They're not. But
0: they- that—that's not going to take the stress away from waking up one day to find out your job is done just like that. Right. Uh, some of these artists are going to have families and kids and uh, weddings coming up, or or travel plans that they were counting on saving X amount over so many paychecks and, you know, so it does create this stressful uh, chaos. Right. And I, my heart goes out to them because I I know what that can be like. Sure. And um, you know, it, it's just the way it's the way it is. And it always happens when your guard is down the most it can be down when you're feeling like, God, I got such a great thing here. With like me, when I was at Disney, I was like, "Man, my Disney! I got such a great thing happening. Right. Nothing's gonna screw this up." And then I I remember like a week after thinking that I'm, I'm like, "Oh, I got to get off the team I'm on and and switch it up," because I was button heads with certain people. And then and then I moved to the 3D team, and then that under a big management change happened, and then <laughs> the whole studio started to get like. A, a toxic creep th- factor to it and i thought well i've got to go right you know be, and then not too long after that yeah everybody got laid off mm. um so it happens and it it it's like uh, the iceberg that hit the titanic it just comes out of nowhere and you're that's it, it. That's
1: low you know demise yeah and I mean, we've talked about this before on the show where it's Hollywood is going to be changing dramatically in the next. I I said maybe 10, 20 years. I'm going to give it five, five, 10 years. There are going to be major changes. Number one, um, obviously, the pandemic has done serious hurt to to Hollywood. I mean, you can't, uh, you know, Hollywood. Hollywood, California, and California in general has so many laws and so many uh, restrictions and so many things that have put the industry in jeopardy that they are now, I guarantee you, within the next couple of years, there are gonna be studios that are springing up in the Midwest or the or the Southwest. They're gonna be springing up in the South. They're gonna be springing up all over the country. Um, in order to get out of Hollywood, there's a mass exodus of oh, California yeah. right now. Yeah. So I do not doubt that there's... And I believe even Disney is talking about making uh, moves out of California. <laughs> just had
0: this, this mass exodus, like Tom <laughs> <Yeah>. Cruise leading <laughs> everybody out like Moses, right? And then one day he comes off the mountain with these two giant clacker boards. <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Thou shalt not <laughs> cast me. Thou shalt not cast Brooks Shields! Yeah. Like
0: Man. But you're right. There is a mass exodus. And I think um, I I think change is upon us. It's obvious it is. Yeah. And what what that means for the animation industry, uh, Ironically, the animation industry is the most pliable here because people can work anywhere. Right. You know, there there is no need for a giant crane on set or whatever. Exactly. There's just the imagination and the tools. Exactly. And you know, and um, I mean, Klaus had animators worldwide working on exactly. it.
1: Exactly. We got animators worldwide working on Chuck E. Chicken stuff. You know, I mean, it. the Internet has opened so many doors. You know, cloud-based studios are the most successful today because you only got to worry about payroll. You only got to worry about scheduling. You got to make sure that everybody is. And honestly, if they're working around the world, the cool thing about it is, I could wake up, I could look at somebody's notes, send them the notes. When they wake up, they're getting to work on it while I'm going to bed. And then when Mm -hmm. they're going to bed, they're submitting something for me to look at and make notes or keep working on it. It's like a constant thing continuing to go and go and go. That's a beautiful thing. So I, you know, now granted, there's something to be said about the old school brick and mortar studios, having everybody in the room, feeling the energy in the room, feeling, you know, uh, and that excitement.
0: that is a very real thing. Yes. Like, I can't count the amount of times I went to work in the morning, not wanting to. And within 10, 15 minutes, I'm like, yeah,
1: man, let's do it. <laughs> exactly. and, you know, we're exactly. off we go. And it's, so, the people, it's really the people that you were. I remember, I, I don't mean to cut you off, I apologize. But one thing that I remember was I sold Timeshare for three, four years um, through a company called Serverleaf. They're defunct, so I can say their name now. Um, they got it bought up by Holiday Inn. Um, worked at the Fox River Resort in Sheridan, Illinois. And I dreaded every morning going into work. Um, not that I didn't love the resort that I worked on, Not that I, you know, not that I, the job was mundane. It was a sales job, obviously. So, you know, high stress, high intensity, you know, low pressure sales on my end. I just had to tell them the program and I had to show them around the resort and ask them to buy and then turn it over to a manager, you know. Mm. But you still got to gauge the room with those people. You got to figure out, you know, who you're talking to on the other side of the table. So probably within two or three different tours, you know, your day could either go, oh, my gosh, I'm having a spectacular day. It doesn't matter if I didn't make a sale, you know, because I just made a new friend today all the way to, oh, my God, please kill me. Why do I have these people? Why am I talking to these <laughs> negative, evil people like this is just ridiculous? Yeah. You know, and even the, you know, we joked because we felt like we were in prison working at, you uh, the resort because all of us, uh, had a great camaraderie because we felt like we were inmates, (laughs) you know, we were, and when they called your name, it was like, you're getting out on bail, but then you're going straight back into the slammer when you're done. So (laughs) it was, it was a very interesting, uh, you know, kind of dynamic, but you're 100% right. It's the, you know, the camaraderie that you have amongst the people. I'm talking. It'll
0: really get you through a tough day. Yeah. You know, if you're just up front and you let your team know, listen, I'm down today, Uh, you know, somebody say something funny. Yeah. You know, because oh, yeah. you gotta get the engine going. You gotta you know, and after a few jokes are swapped around, the creative mm-hmm. juices start going and then you're feeding off a, a bad idea this person had, but you add this to it, and and then so and so takes it and molds all the ingredients into this awesome idea and then everybody's working on it. Right. It's really cool when that happens. Now, how does that happen virtually through uh you know the the magical internet. Well, you can feel very alone when you're just stuck with a Cintiq like I've got in front of me here. Right. You know, and you know the it's, the big thing is uh, discipline. You know, do I gotta I gotta keep working for the next four hours, averaging this amount of drawings per fifteen minute chunk if I'm gonna hit my deadline. Right. However season three of Sabrina just came out and it's right there. It's right there.
1: Play it in the background and then go back and watch it later.
0: Well, (laughs) you can try that. But when you click over to see a really awesome part, you're like, well, I wonder what happens next, Uh, you know? And so I, I do hear from a lot of artists, they find um, being disciplined at home, a challenge. Uh, Versus in the studio, you already show up in the mindset of, I have to work. Right. There's no freedom there to sprawl out on your bed with Doritos all over you and just, Nah, Netflix. Right. Right? At that point,
1: you're a YouTube animator. Not to give any crap to any YouTube animator. Wow.
0: (laughs) No, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what you just did. (laughs) Pretty sure.
1: I mean, there are amazing folks out there who do amazing work at home and they're they're living the dream like they don't got to put on a uniform they don't have to get showered in the morning they can literally go to their computer sit for 12 hours a day get up for food and bathroom breaks and then they're good they get their quota they get a video done they get it uploaded you know they, they, they are living the dream you know yeah um And it's kind of interesting because you see the sort of people who are making the videos. A lot of them are very similar in personality. Uh, A lot of them are similar with their dynamic and family life. Uh, A lot of the stories, a lot of the age groups are the same. A lot of them are either late high school, early college age. it's interesting, but I'm not going to get on that bandwagon. But I, I I agree that there is something to be said for the brick and mortar. Uh, did you just send me something?
0: Yeah, it wasn't meant for you. It was meant for my daughter.
1: <laughs> oh, Sorry.
0: I don't know why I sent it to you.
1: I don't know either.
0: <laughs> You're the what? daughter I always wanted.
1: You're lucky
0: this is a family show. Mm. Why you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. So I feel very badly that all of those artists are in that uh, stressful situation. I hope Disney is offering some kind of severance package. They were Mm -hmm. pretty good about that. At the office i worked at in mm-hmm. vancouver or mm-hmm. kelowna bc mm-hmm. um but uh you know i i don't know if each um each place is uh, I, I mean the mouse is the mouse and they do tend to have a general way of managing staff and firing staff and yeah. so i hope they get some kind of severance so that they've got a little bit of a cushion while they're Assembling their portfolio and just moving on right. to the next chapter. I do um,
1: too. Yeah. I, I I I'm praying for Disney in general. Um, the cast members that got let go, you know, now Blue Sky. Um, you know, it's it's anyone can chalk it up and say it's the pandemic, and that's what a lot of companies and a lot of people have been doing. Um. And I'll, it'll be very interesting to see when things go back to normal, how they rectify, and how they build themselves back up again. I'm I'm rooting for them. I don't hate Disney. I don't hate the company. I don't hate.
0: you oh, know me either. I'm. I,
1: I, I would know, go
0: back. I would go back tomorrow if uh, a position right. opened up. It was a dream job. Right. Um. But they're from the outside looking in. You're you're like the dog at the window. You're like, oh. Why'd you make that decision? Right? Right, like, exactly. Oh, what's going on? Right. But from their point of view, they have a perspective as well. And I'm right. sure from their point of view, on paper, everything makes sense. So or and we don't know what their future strategies are. And right. um and this to be the honest, year... they've they've got the money to experiment.
1: Right. You know? This is the year that Disney has proven themselves to be the business, you know, because they are no longer. I think this may be easier to hear me now. Instead of being all way over there, are you only
0: now putting the microphone by your face?
1: <laughs> Could you recording?
0: Hear me right 101? 101. <laughs> I'm sorry. Good <laughs> lord. <laughs> Hello, Brian. Look, um, I can even see it right here in in my my program. How much better your waveform looks?
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> Wow. See, th- these are the yolks, folks. This is why we're called what we're called, producers without a clue. Because sometimes yeah, but even <laughs> I <I'm> knew that. <laughs> okay, all right, you're <laughs> Mister Better Than Me. Whatever.
0: No, I just, I just know how to put the microphone from a face.
1: Yeah, whatever, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, what the hell was I saying? Um, God, what? What were we talking? We were just talking about.
0: We're, we're just wrapping up how Disney has proven it's oh, a business. Right, 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 right. right, right, right. Yeah,
1: this is the year yeah. that they've been proven that they're a business. You know, because there's so many folks like myself who always see Disney and hear, you know, the wonderful world of Disney, the magic of Disney. We're making wonderful experiences for all of our guests. And the literature and the nomenclature is now being outshone by the corporate industry business practices and it's turning off a lot of people. So now in the next coming year, Disney has this opportunity to go like,
2: uh,
1: you know, they have the opportunity to go, listen, last year was a bad year. We showed our true colors. We get it. There's a lot of you who aren't happy, but we're going to fix it. And we're going to do right by you. And here's how we're going to do it. Um, I won't go into what I would do if I were the CEO, because that would just take up a whole show in itself. But um, but yeah, they I, I'm rooting for them. And I am rooting for the folks who are <laughs> working at Blue Sky. I'm hoping that they're smart enough to be like, hey, listen, we don't want to jump ship are you guys hiring for anything for Disney plus this? I mean, this whole thing could possibly be turned around with an announcement tomorrow saying Disney is going to be taking all of the artists that worked at blue sky and integrating them into Disney and into Pixar. And the whole problem will be solved. You know what I mean? And that could be a beautiful thing because maybe they'll be able to use those creative juices to create new stories and new adventures and new things for the screen. my, only problem now is that, unfortunately, it's going to be very difficult uh, for properties such as peanuts to get more love, care, and attention like Blue Sky was able to give.
0: Well, I mean, you have to argue that point with how relevant are the peanuts uh, today. Like, my kids don't.
1: They could care less about them. Well, that's your fault. You know? Because you hey. you should have been showing them the Charlie Brown Christmas and the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. That's our yearly Did that. tradition. That's Did our that. and,
0: tradition. <laughs> you know what they said? They said they said, Well, I I like I don't, I don't know, the animation kind of looks weird and I don't know, it just looks old fashioned.
1: I mean, it was made so. in the sixties. Of course it's gonna look old fashioned. Well th-
0: this is my point. Like it was It became obvious when they did a film in a contemporary style and put it out to the audience, right? And -hmm. the audience was like, "Meh," like for sure we don't care about that.
1: Well, I mean, the way that they, I, I don't want to. Now, does does (laughs) that mean (laughs) does does that mean
0: uh, in ten years it won't have a huge cult following? No, but. I mean, what what's old becomes new again, but I don't think uh, I I think right now Disney is really focused on um, cashing in on new trends, new huh. uh, social new awareness. Trends.
1: New trends are okay. How many Star Wars reboots are they gonna do, or how many Marvel uh, things are they gonna make? Uh, do you
0: not watch Mandalorian? No, I awesome. don't watch Mandalorian? It I is awesome.
1: Mandalorian. I got better things awesome. to do. I got better things to do than watch The Mandalorian.
0: Well, then I'm afraid you just lost all your authority on your opinion of what's happening. Why? Because uh, I would
1: rather spend my time creating something instead of watching something that has already been created.
0: If you cast judgment on something you haven't watched...
1: I am not casting judgment. I am just saying for me personally... I grew up with the Star Wars, I mean, I was a kid when The Phantom Menace came out. I that I didn't grow up in the 80s with the whole Star Wars, you know, original trilogy. My Uncle John, huge Star Wars fan. Absolutely, like he still owns all the original action figures in their packaging. I mean, the man is a nut about Star Wars. Me, born literally maybe 10 years after him, nothing. Absolutely nothing for Star Wars. Yeah, well, and, you know, it's not for point. everybody. That's so, the point. Because yeah. for me, I love Peanuts. I love Charlie Brown. I love Snoopy. I love Linus. I love Lucy. Your kids and today's kids, okay, it was, uh, uh, didn't know it was a comic strip, didn't know anything about it. It's just, you know, a giant pumpkin and a Christmas tree. Yeah. They play it every holiday season. That's that's all they are now. Yeah. But when I was a kid, they were doing the Charlie Brown and Snoopy show. I mean, we were surrounded by those characters. All I mean, they don't even make compilations of like four. Remember the four-hour DVD box sets of classic cartoons. Yeah, you know that had all of the oldies like you know Popeye and Little Audrey and like it was basically the entire famous studios library. Yeah, with <laughs> a four disc set, they don't do that anymore. I mean, why I would they? You know, like it, it, it. There's um, um, you know, it, it's it's just there's um, there's just so much. Uh, it, it's the same Listen. reason why okay i'm listen, trying to stay off my high horse i really am listen I'm you're
0: incredibly emotional about
1: <laughs> of course i am you,
2: I'm very emotional.
0: You, you you seem you know like <laughs> just take a deep breath and uh let's talk about the new disney raya movie uh That will be coming out very soon. And I'm actually really excited about it, skeptically. I'm excited about it because I was very excited about Onward, and then I found I was falling asleep during it, (laughs) which might have something more to say with either my age or when it came out, I was in a deep depression, so...
1: Maybe you should watch it now and see how you
0: do. I I have rewatched it several times and I still fall asleep uh, <laughs> at certain points. Um, but but I listen, me. I give them <laughs> it's it's still on my preferred watching list because it's different. Okay. Right. Like it's not uh, oh we're going to we're going to remake The Lion King again. Right? Or, Mm -hmm. you know, live action Aladdin. It's not a a rehashing. I I don't feel like I'm chewing cud. I feel like I've been served an original plate of food and told to enjoy. Leave it to a fat guy to talk about food. My (laughs) point is, my point is, uh, Raya seems to be a very uh, original uh, film concept for Disney. And I am so excited for it i can' I I can't wait to watch it
1: i am too i I really like where they're going with it I love the um you know the cultural aspect of it I love the the storytelling um I think you know for me personally i I don't know a whole lot about it I haven't done it. it looks really interesting
0: I've only seen a trailer i ha- right. I haven't done any because i i want to go in with like Like that no, no, I don't want to compare it to anything. I just want to be, I I just want to be shown something new and I'm so excited.
1: Like I'm going into it like I did Moana. Like Moana looked very interesting and Mm -hmm. I fell in love with that. I was like, oh my God, this is a great movie. This is so fun. Um, I'm hoping that there's songs in it. I mean, I—I I mean, I'm a guy. i am an old school Disney buff. I love the Disney mu- music. I love the songs. There's so much that they can do with it, and I'm really hoping that they do. Um, I—I'm going—I'm going in with a fresh perspective, saying, "Okay, this is going to be something that is different. It's going to be—it um, looks like old school Disney done in in new Disney style." So I'm, I'm and it brilliant. has
0: that look that tangled had where you yes. could tell there was a strong uh, 2d influence yes. but yes. it was it was like 3d that we had never seen before right uh, and um, so yeah man I'm, I'm just really pumped
1: I know? am too I'm I am excited about it yeah. I mean now, I
0: did you watch over the moon
1: I did not see over the moon yet no
0: so I I watched that I, I thought it looked beautiful. Um, I found it slow in the beginning, and then uh, some of the themes. Well, the overall theme is very. I could I could relate to it, um, not because I've I've had a spoiler alert. I I haven't had a parent uh, pass away, oh. uh, but I was raised in a in a broken home uh, situation, and I understand that yearning for um, you know parental. Uh, approval and and missing the idealistic relationship with a parental figure, and uh, you know just feeling alone and and full of sadness as a kid, mm-hmm. and that that movie did a really uh, cool job at at showing that, but through this really um, whimsical uh, prism of of like this this whole. Uh, goddess on the moon kind of thing. It, it it was pretty cool. It was you know super cool to see Glenn Keen be like, oh yeah, Disney. I'm done with you. Hold my beer. I'm gonna right. go make my own shiz. Here I yeah. go. <laughs>
1: because
0: you know he talks just like that,
1: right? Oh, one hundred percent. Like he is the 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 hippiest of the Disney. Oh <laughs> the yeah. <hitters. laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, like every every time he makes a timing chart, he's just like making timing charts, right? <laughs> and everybody's like, "Glenn, what?
1: What for? Dizzle? You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man! Yeah. No, I uh, again, it just goes to what we were talking about before, where that's the power of doing things independently. You know, when yeah. you don't have, I when you don't have the The uh, the politics of a studio who are looking at demographics and going, oh, this will never sell. Like, why would we want to invest in something that's not going to make us billions of dollars? But when you go in and you just want to make a story that is from the heart that you know is relatable to people because you know that there are Karens on every board of directors saying, Oh, I don't want people knowing about divorce. So I don't want people knowing about, you know, death and family, death and families don't exist in cartels. Yes. I they just fucking saw, do. B and B.
0: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I just oh, need he's... to know where to look for the bah effect.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <sighs> I'm. I get excited about it. I'm sorry you were worried. You're I'm
0: very emotional. I am. <laughs> but oh. uh, no, I I get it, man. And I also want to talk about bad. Um, bad. Makeup. I. <laughs> bad, <laughs> I I haven't heard any updates on the uh, 2D animated short that Andreas Stasia has been working on. Um, I didn't know he was with, working on one. Yeah, he's been working on one for for quite a while actually like really? i think about 4 years now and uh you know it's got a tiger in it and i what's the name of it let me google that
1: I'm google um, it too. i just got an but, interesting uh, email that i'm going to share with you uh when it comes time to talk about our okay she's uh mushka and, uh, mushka Mush, how do you spell mushka,
0: it mushka mushka m u s h k a Mushka and there's a teaser trailer on um on uh, uh what is it? Uh Cartoon Brew. There's a teaser Car- trailer.
1: Car I love Cartoon Brew.
0: Yeah. I yeah, they're fantastic. They should be a yes. sponsor.
1: Hey. Hey, you know, uh Jerry Beck, it hey! was his birthday yesterday, so you know. Well happy birthday to him.
0: yeah, for sure.
1: For sure.
0: So yeah, there's uh There's a teaser trailer of it on there and I bring it up because we've talked about feeling, uh, like our own things take forever. And it's hard to maintain that motivation, right? Oh yeah. Get after it, get it done. Right. And we, we both have felt like, Oh my God, how do I keep my head in the game? Well, I bring this up because he's been doing this for three or four years now. Mm -hmm. And, um, Or at least two, but I'm pretty sure since before I moved back to New Brunswick, which was four years ago. Um, No, wait, we moved back in 2016. He's been at it for a hot minute. Yeah. And he's only now got a teaser trailer out. He's probably wrapping up the last scenes, whatever. So, it and it looks, like, amazing, right? It does.
1: I'm watching it right now, actually, so as we're talking...
0: So it's a really wonderful nod to traditional animation techniques. He doesn't spend a lot of uh, time and energy on doing a super clean cleanup line. He's right. letting the animation drawings breathe on their own. And much like uh, the Xerox effect we got in 101 Dalmatians or Sword and Stone. Or you
1: Jungle know.
0: Book or something like that, yeah. Yeah, so it, it's uh, it's. Wonderful, and I'm, I'm so happy for him that uh, it's almost ready to be put out there. I can't wait to watch it. I can't um, wait either. I'd be down. But it serves as a wonderful example uh, for us, you know, independent people. Do not give up. Keep going.
1: Oh, 100%. And I think the ultimate story of that is the late, great Richard Williams. I mean, his uh, movie, The Thief and the Cobbler, he worked on that for— 30 plus years. I mean, yeah. he got started with it in the 1960s and it didn't come out until the 90s. And unfortunately, the only reason why it came out, if you don't know the story, for those of you who don't know who Richard William is, uh, first of all, uh, you're not an animator if you don't know who Richard Williams is, number one. That's true. That is true. Number two, um, he started his uh, story, The Thief and the Cobbler, which was based off uh, uh, the Arabian Nights stories uh, in 1963 or 1964, around that time. Um, And he independently funded it and he independently produced it himself. Um, He had to take up commercial work all throughout the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s um, in order to finance this project of his. Um, Unfortunately, after Roger Rabbit, And after, you know, he he became extraordinarily famous after Roger Rabbit, but his project uh, eventually got purchased by Miramax and they just slapped some songs and it got some animators to, you know, rapidly, you know, fix it and get it out there. And it bumped, you know, 30 years down the toilet for a destroyed you know, masterpiece. And he was so mad about it. He never talked about it for the rest of his career, uh, until, you know, finally near the ending of his life. He was like, hey, okay, we'll talk about it. You know? <laughs> um, but I, I mean, so I am with you 100%. Like, don't ever give up and don't ever like, look at your heroes and look at folks like Andreas Deja and look at folks like, um, you know, uh, Richard Williams or anybody um, or even Vivian Medrano who was able to make a, an amazing 30 minute pilot in two and a half, three years. You know, I mean, it just it, don't ever give up. There's no reason if you give up, you ne- your heart was never in it to begin with. So yeah. if it's so easy for you to give up on it, then, then don't even pursue it as far as I'm concerned.
0: Truth, truth bombs so um okay well speaking of not giving up let's move on to our uh (laughs) this uh, has been
1: one heck of an interesting show today (laughs) (laughs) well uh
0: yeah i mean you really went off on disney pretty good i Um, don't
1: okay let me oh all right
0: yeah no no we're
1: just gonna let it we'll let it be as no, I'm gonna No 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 I'm gonna get down off my high horse and I'm going to say this. I'm Kay. so
0: editing everything out that I... Mike's about to just say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you better not. I will, Go ahead. I, Go ahead. I will flag one, the episode.
0: <laughs> one brief, one brief redeeming statement. Take it away, Michael.
1: Disney has done. A lot of good things with Disney Plus. They have re-released content that we have not seen in a very long time. They've collected everything in one place. I have found things on Disney Plus that as a child I even wanted to watch, like the the animation documentaries like Frank and Ollie or Saving or Waking Sleeping Beauty by Don Hahn or um Walton El Grupo that were very, very good. And Waldeno El Grupo in particular was very inspiring to me. Like I, I love that documentary so much. And I would love to redo that trip that Walt did with his animators around um, South America with my own artists. That would be a dream project for me. They have done a lot of good things with the properties that they have, yes. Have they done good things with Star Wars? Apparently so people love it. Is it my cover? Well, The
0: Mandalorian is awesome.
1: I will watch the Mandalorian. Yeah, winners know
0: that the Mandalorian is awesome.
1: Maybe winners are all like,
0: Yep, Mandalorian (laughs) is awesome.
1: Maybe Losers
0: are like, I haven't seen the Mandalorian, but the winners are like, Oh, I've seen it, I love it, and I'm gonna watch more.
1: Hey, you're the one go ahead.
0: Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, I forget again. Which one were you? Which one were you? What? Which one? What
1: were are you, you talking about?
0: Have you seen Mandalorian?
1: I, I said, like I said, hey, you're the one who asked me to be on oh, your show. Okay. That, so.
0: That's all I said. <laughs> that's such a great response. I do. Hey, you <laughs> came to me. You. Came to me.
1: All right, whatever. It's your show, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's all you gotta do. It's like if somebody's giving you a hard time. Hey, it's your show, you know. You yeah. do what you do, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm only a guest, although I'm got, got permanent. That's permanent, not permanent.
0: true. You are a co-host.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. You,
0: okay. You you just yeah. haven't seen *Mandalorian*.
1: <laughs> and I will rectify that. And next week, I'm sure I'll be like, "Oh my God, it's the most amazing thing I've ever seen." And it'd be so you know, great
0: if next week you sit down in your chair and total cosplay as *Mandalorian*. And you're, like, <laughs> you're like, "This is the way." Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna dress up as Baby Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> or child. Oh
0: my God, that would be so great. Could you do that? <laughs> what? Could you do that? That would be amazing.
1: <laughs> I bet it would, Brian. But yeah. <laughs> you're not going to see this happy bot dressed up as a oh, <laughs> as a baby sorry. Yoda. No, thank you. All right. Um. Yes. So one more Disney. Thing, one more Disney th- isn't
0: all bad. They're,
1: no, it's not. It's in no. the people. And again, I understand business decisions. I understand. I grew up the son of an entrepreneur. I grew up the son of a man who worked his butt to open a company that has been around for almost 30 years. I've watched him and his struggles. I've seen what he's done and I get it. I understand what it's like to be a business owner. I run my own shop too, you know, and, and there are decisions that need to be made when, you know, running the shop, you know, it, to keep it afloat, you wanna bring in people that know how to keep businesses running. So I understand why Disney is doing the things that they're doing, and if anything, I would probably say it would it's fanboys like me who are taking it the hardest because we were fed, you know, Disney's magical, Disney's always this, Disney's always gonna be there, which is true, they are always gonna be there because they won't ever let you forget them.
0: well pretty soon they'll own everything and i hope they
1: don't i hope they don't and i i mean i once upon a time i was like why doesn't disney just buy hollywood and get it over with but then it's like that stifles so much creativity and that's that creates a monopoly that if that happens then we're boned we are, because then that's the end of the industry. Because instead of being called Hollywood, it's gonna be called Disney. You know, and I'm sure that's not what Walt Disney wanted. I'm sure, you know, Walt would have been more content to find innovative ways to tell, to tell stories. And, you know, he would have traveled all over the world to find brand new stories to tell. And he would experiment with new methods of animation and new methods of storytelling. He wouldn't go up and buy all these companies because he would have an appreciation for them. He'd go, you know what? I love what you're doing. Let's collaborate. He would have been, Stan Lee, let's go collaborate and make a Star Wars, uh, a Spider-Man movie, you know, or George, let's go, you know, make a uh, an animated Star Wars and let's do it this way. Let's combine our technologies. You know, I I... Well, you
0: know what they say. It's called show business.
1: Correct. Right? Correct. And even Walt was a a dick to his employees. And Walt didn't make good decisions. You know, he wasn't perfect. um, And he was a product of his time. So now, almost 100 years, you know, Walt Disney, the Walt Disney Company is going to be turning 100 years old in 2023. Mm. It's hard to believe. But it's going to be hitting its centennial. Or uh, Yeah, centennial, right? Yep. Is that correct?
0: Yeah. Yep. Hundred. Yep. So um, I think that's right. Now you got me second guessing myself, man. <laughs> yeah, because bicentennial yeah, centennial. Yeah, yeah. So
1: because yeah. the bicentennial was two hundred years. So yeah, so centennial yeah. is its first one hundred years.
0: Yeah. All so right. it's a, let's yeah. let's move it on. Let's fine. Let's, whatever. Let's move it on because we're Can I redeem myself? You redeemed yourself, man. I think you everybody everybody know. knows. It, it's a very natural feeling when you, when you hear about, you know, business decisions that you can't make heads or tails out of, and it it doesn't seem to to jive with what the Disney brand is or a corporation's brand that you grew up loving, right? And then you're I got like, my point.
1: I got my point. Here's my point. Okay. Disney knows, I mean, Disney is built on animation. Here's my point. They have all the money in the world to make animation and to make it the right way to put in the time, to put in the energy, to put in, um, you know, the amazing resources. And not only that, they've proven that they can do it. They've proven that they can rise from the ashes, not once, but twice. Think Mm -hmm. about that. You know, going all the way back to 1937 with Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Everyone said that Walt couldn't do it. He did it. Flash forward to 1989. People thought that Disney was dead. Little Mermaid came out. Wowed everybody. Beauty and the Beast. First animated film to be nominated for Best uh, Picture at the Oscars. You know, all of a sudden things started to go down. What happened? Frozen came out. So we've gone through this two times, Yeah. You know? And here's the thing: like the quality of the films. Was
0: Frozen, the redeeming film.
1: Well, that was the one that made the most money for them. I don't think it's the most. That I was think a Tang- pretty big film. Yeah, I would say yeah. Tangled was probably the one that kind of turned Disney on its head because before that, it was what Chicken Little, like that was what they were working with. You know, Meet the Robinsons. Yeah.
0: Well, the, yeah, Princess and the Frog was supposed to be the big rebirth. That- Right, and
1: and then they did yeah. Winnie the Pooh, and they didn't do any advertising for Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, you didn't. You probably didn't even know they had a two D animated Winnie the Pooh film in two thousand. I
0: did, I but I haven't, I haven't like I've. You seen, haven't seen it. I, I've seen the old one. Yeah. but you didn't see the new one, did you? No, no. Why I, not? I I saw pencil tests of it. Okay. Yeah.
1: You know, and it's all by all the same guys that we love and adore. So why did we not go see that?
0: It's a good point. It's a good, point. You if we a want good to, point.
1: If we want to show our love for not just the animators, but at 2D animation itself, we should be going. Okay, I want to say one more piece of news real quick. Because we got to talk about it. And then we'll go into our stuff. Okay. The the new Miyazaki film, the new studio Ghibli film that came out, Earwig and the Witch.
0: Don't know anything about it.
1: Okay. Um It's their very first CG computer animated film. It's actually being directed by Hayao Sun. Or it's been directed. It's out. Came Mm -hmm. out on HBO Max. Um, It's based off of a a popular children's book series uh, from England uh, called Earwig and the Witch. It's not doing well. (laughs) It's really not doing well. (laughs) Um, they're saying yeah, that it
0: goes to show you, I mean, there's a massive fan following there, right? But if it's not gelling with people,
1: right. There's well, a reason. Well, here's, here's what's interesting about it. Cause I've done a little bit of research on it. Um, Hayao Miyazaki is extraordinarily tough on his son, like super tough. Like he is pretty much sink or swim. So much so that nobody from the old guard, like nobody who's worked on any Miyazaki film before this one, worked on this film. It was an entirely brand new crew. Wow. So that kind of goes to show you where the industry is going. If you think about it, you know, is it a cost-saving measure to go to 3D or is it a, a burden? Like how much of the magic is taken out of those films if they go 100% CGI with it and you don't have that handcrafted touch. I can give you the the, the factors on it right now. I mean, it's not doing well at all. It's... Here we and the Witch. All right, well, we we don't
0: need to kick a guy while he's
1: down, 30, you know. Thirty-four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, forty-five percent on Metacritic. I mean, the film is not doing well.
0: I I haven't seen it. I I can't offer an opinion either way. I give him credit though for trying to come out of a from his father's shadow.
1: I do too. But it just yeah. goes to show, like how, like. There's a point that I'm making to this, because we as creators are always like, okay, we want to learn from those who came before us. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Like, we want to be able to turn to our heroes and say, hey, I love what you did before me. Will you teach me what you did? Because I want what you did to move on. I want it to, to continue into the next generation, you know? But what Miyazaki did to his son was kind of the reason why people don't do that, because he was pretty much the equivalent of screw you, find your own way to do it. If you can't do it, get out of the kitchen, get out of the studio. And I think that's such a harmful mindset to have you know, toward people who are coming to you. Cause you know, if you want things to continue to go into the next generation forever and ever and ever, it just seems counterproductive to be like, go away. Instead of be like, yes, come sit down. Let me show you what I know. Let me mm-hmm. give you, re- you know, let me give you re- references on what I've learned and who I learned from, you know? And I just, I, I feel that the film could have been so much better if Miyazaki helped his son.
0: Maybe but you can well, also you
1: know say I, 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 You you watch Earwig, I'll watch Mandalorian. Next week we'll come back and we'll talk about it. How about okay, that? Okay,
0: fair. All right. Fair. Um all right, moving on into yes. the exciting world of independent production. You What's happening? No, no, no. I went first last time. You you, go you have
1: first. you have amazing news tells like your news. I, yeah, rare. but
0: I want to hear about Chucky e. Chicken, man.
1: Okay. Well
0: I just saw uh, amazing artwork from <laughs> Chucky e. Chicken. So uh, our our good friend Gabrielle is just killing the game with her background. So I know you got that going on.
1: And you and me and Rebecca Rodriguez have been kicking butt with our renderings and what we've been it's doing. Been so, so much fun! It it's been trim- oh my god, such okay. So you know what? I'm gonna do this. Let me pull up a few things while I'm talking. Yep. So this past week, we have been in the process of getting our pitch ready for the big guys. You know, uh, getting ready to showcase. Um, to potential investors and to potential buyers of Chuck E. Chicken what we can do, Mm -hmm. you know. And it's been incredibly exciting for me because um, I, I, number one, get to work with you and Rebecca. But it's given us an opportunity to kind of clean the slate when it comes to classic Chuck E. Chicken and what we've done before, which I think has needed to happen for a very long time. I don't like to admit that, but I will admit when I'm wrong, and I was wrong that I thought that you know, well, Chucky never needs to change. That's not the that's not true. He needed a he desperately needed uh, an overhaul, and we gave it to him. Um, and you and me and Rebecca have been working very, very hard, as well as another artist named Tino, who I do have artwork that I want to show you that he did. Um, yeah,
0: he is great, by the oh, way. Oh,
1: fantastic! Super, yeah. super wonderful. Well done. Um, so I want to show you, um, let's start off with uh, a character that is that has been needed to be redone for quite a while. Um, and I'm going to go to our drive here. So let's talk about Johnny Jackrabbit here for a little right. bit because I think it's his evolution is pretty amazing. So this is one of the first designs of the character that we had. I mean, obviously, you can see the inspiration, you know, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. um you know, very generic 1930s kind of cartoon rabbit, you know, Mm -hmm. um, he's evolved a little bit. We, you know, we gave him pants, we gave him, you know, a little bit more of a happier, you know, but he still was too, too associated as Oswald. And even as just as recent as just last year, we've been using this design and trying to tweak it and trying to work it and trying to make it, um, so he didn't look like the main character of the show, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: which has always been difficult. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Well, now I'm happy to say that we have, oh, and then what we did, I'm going to show this real quick. We went ahead and we started this revision process for the character where instead of Oswald, we went with other cartoon rabbits, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, this one was a more unique design. We, you know, it, we kind, but it gave us a few Br'er Rabbit vibes, that mm-hmm. people didn't necessarily like. Um, so because of what we were able to do together as a team, we were able to sit down, we were able to say, okay, let's talk about the personality of Johnny Jackrabbit. And we reworked the the whole thing with Johnny. You know, we talked about him being a hot-headed rabbit. We talked about him changing the dynamic with Janice instead of being a uh, a boyfriend girlfriend it's a brother and sister relationship so the whole character legitimately changed but now we have this version of the character which you know rebecca and you and i you know i started with the sketch and trying to figure out how to work the character and how to work a new design you came in and did a fantastic red line basically saying okay why don't we change this you mastered the look and feel for the character this unique hybrid of 1930s and 1990s, merged it together and boom, we got Johnny Jackrabbit. And then Rebecca went in with her amazing coloring and ink and paint skills and just turned this rabbit into a character that is completely different than anything that we've done thus far. But he was really the first one that we were just like, okay, this is super cool. Like I love what we're doing here. And that to me got me excited. Because Mm -hmm. now it's, I want to go back and do it with all the characters, which we're doing, which we're doing, which is super (laughs) exciting. So the next character that we worked on was Luca Bacon. So we were talking about, so again, we got Johnny, we got Janice, we got Luca, like all these are the characters that we're going to be talking about that we have done today Mm -hmm. so far. So Johnny, again, the same sort of thing that we were talking about. He looked to Mickey Janice, we totally repurposed her. This was actually the original design of one of the bunny kids. But then we aged the character up to become Janice Jackrabbit as um, Johnny's girlfriend instead of wife. Luca Bacon, very much a a nod to Wimpy plus a little bit of um, uh, Laurel and Hardy going in. You know, more Oliver Hardy with the mustache and, you know... Freddie Fox completely redesigned from what he was originally. He was, a, he was basically Brer Fox put into the 1930s cartoons. Now he is a gangster, which we love. And then just as recently as last year, we converted Tommy Turkey from a good guy to the main villain of the series. Mm-hmm. So we made him kind of like a combination of Bluto and Peg Leg Pete and on Leghorn, which worked out really, really well. But looking back we're thinking okay we need to redesign them because yes these designs are cute but you know they haven't been able to get sold yet nobody's you know everyone's interested in it which is cool but now we want to bring it to the next level
2: Mm
1: -hmm. well with luca bacon we went and we basically looked at all of the inspirations for the classic cartoons that we love uh that i love so obviously porky pig is one of the most famous cartoon pigs in the world I still wanted to keep the, you know, the wimpy influence because he's just the perfect character to revolve around food. And then uh, this guy we found from Get a Horse, the the recent uh, Mickey Mouse cartoon from 2013, Uh, the black and white hybrid, you know, CGI animated film that came before um, Frozen. Mm -hmm. So then from there, what we were able to do, uh, you know, as a team, we came up with this one design that looked really, really interesting Um, But then we were having a hard time redlining it. So we went and we did this design. People really like this design because we were trying to base them around food until finally we get. I'm going to let me see if I can do this here. Uh, I feel really dumb that I don't have these all saved. And uh, you're seeing. Okay, here we go. Then we came to this guy. This guy is super cool. Like, we, you know, you designed this character to be, you know, you were the one who did the amazing red line and you took all the inspirations. And do you, re- I want you to talk about this because you were the one who really brought this to life. Tell us about Luca Bacon. Like, what so were your thoughts going into this? When
0: I was doing the red line for this one, and I'll cut in the, the red line sketch here. Yeah. Uh, just to show people. I actually didn't know a lot about this character. Only what was like popping off the page at me, besides the wimpy stuff and all that, I kept hearing this. um, He's like a a reluctant henchman kind of thing. Like uh, the analogy I, I had said in our chat was he gets sent to go collect all the overdue rent, and people buy him off with like a muffin or or a, a, a nice compliment or something. He's like, oh, okay, well, just, you know, next time. And right. And, you, you know, he he's just, he he's more eager to do good than he is to carry out the the orders of his boss kind of right. thing. And then I got thinking as I'm drawing him, I'm like, man, I feel like Dom DeLuise could could really voice this guy. And I start to remember that the, the the gestures, he would, the hand stuff, and, yeah. you, you know, and I thought, man, that that would just, that would be that character perfectly. And um, so as I was redlining it, I, I was kind of keeping that in mind and, uh, you know, but besides design stuff, you know, I sort of gave him a bell shape um, mm-hmm. or, or a pear, you could say mm-hmm. a pear shape. Uh, but he, he's a bell from the bottom of the coat up to the neck. And then, uh, pa- he pairs out, uh, right. under that. And, uh, yeah, just had a lot of fun. And, and of course I was thinking as an animator, um, you know, I want him to be animation friendly. Right. Right. And, uh, so that played into it too, but really I was inspired by cannonball run and, uh, Don Deluise. So, <laughs> and
1: when you said that, uh, it immediately got me excited <laughs> because I'm like, I love Dom Deluise. You know, yeah. rest his rest his soul. Yeah. Um. You know, you could
0: also argue. Sorry to cut you off, but you could also argue uh, Abbott and Costello. Right. Yeah. You, you know, you be, because in in essence, they're they're kind of the same character, <laughs> uh, a lot of the same traits, right? <laughs> yeah, they're both
1: loud. They're both Italian. They both. <laughs>
0: <food>. <laughs> well, in in how they talk, their cadence. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a lot of high pitched whimpering, and you know, there yeah. there's uh, they 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 kind of seem like they're cut from the same cloth. So yeah, yeah, those were. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and I I loved those characters. Like, I my family is from New York, so yeah. for me, you know, and Dom DeLuise was from I, I believe the Bronx, and um, Costello was from Patterson, New Jersey. Yeah. So like that whole Eastern Coast dialect, you know, uh, it, it's funny because Aaron says, "Wow, when you get mad, because I I do it too when I get mad, my New York comes out. You know, what are you doing? Uh, well, why would you do that to me?" You know? <laughs> Yeah. What are you thinking? You know what's the matter with you? Yeah. So, I when you said that, it, um I'm going to go into it, just keep that in mind cuz you really inspired me with this design and then of course Rebecca came in and just did wonders with it. Absolute oh, yeah. wonders. I love yeah. what she did with with the character and I just I I couldn't help but she, just
0: She's got such a gift for reading my scribbles. And, and putting really in does. like 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 no, no, it's it's like it reminds me of of when I'm talking to somebody, I start rambling, and my wife will yeah. be like, this is what he's what he means, you yeah. know, and deliver the clean point, right? right. And, and so Rebecca did that with all of the red lines I sent back to you guys. Oh, she did, and she did, uh, and she
1: did g- it so beautifully.
0: Yeah, God bless like, her. She,
1: God bless her. Yeah. And So another character that we did, or that we talked about, was um, Janice Jackrabbit. Again, she was a, a bunny kid originally that we aged up. Um, I initially didn't like the, the coloring, but everyone's like, oh, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, it looks fine. But then Rebecca comes along. <laughs> In that tone goes, of
0: voice with that yeah. pitch. <laughs>
1: yeah. She didn't change a whole lot. You know, there was a little bit of change to her, but she was refined a little bit more, cleaned mm-hmm. up a little bit more, brighter colors in the shirt. I love, you know, and Rebecca did the main sketch and then you came and re- redlined it and then she colored it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm excited for what we're going to do with Johnny and Janice because, it's, again, instead of being... Because we had that meeting where it's like, you know, do you have too many couples. So we changed one of them to a brother and sister dynamic. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited <clears throat> to see what these characters are gonna do. Yeah. Um now what really one thing that I love and adore about the team is the fact that we all come from different um <clears throat> excuse me, different walks of life and different uh, you know, different uh, people can come and join and be a part of the fun and do some really neat things. So I want to show you this. We have a new artist on our team named Tino. I don't know his last name yet, but I will figure that out for next time. And I gave him the characters and I'm like, I want you to come up with some sketches for the characters. And then you guys said, you know, do different poses with these guys, which he did. And obviously they're not quite on model. You know, there, there are some things about them that are wrong um, that, you know, I went back with him and I showed him how to fix and how to, you know, do the right way. But this guy I we really liked what he did with Tommy Turkey. I really loved what he did yeah, with Yeah, bring Tommy. up the
0: the turnarounds he did. Oh, I'm going.
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: cuz they were awesome. There we go. Look at that.
1: Oh, Very yeah. nice job. Yes.
0: Very nice job. A few minor job. things, uh but really solid work.
1: But then he but then get this. He then went back and then he did a color version of it. What?
0: I haven't yeah. even seen that.
1: Oh, I know. So there you go. Here's some new stuff for you to check out. Look at this. Love it. Look at this. Like how amazing. Now, obviously, he didn't do the colored lines. He yeah. did just the straight colors, which is okay. But he took what we did with, you know, his character design. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm just going to show it for reference. Like here's his initial sketch mm-hmm. that he did. And then here's what we were able to base off it. And this fits the character so much better now
2: yeah so much yeah. better.
1: I am so excited to see this guy in motion and to see him moving and to show this to our team when yeah. all is said and done. I have him doing turnarounds for all the characters just awesome. just so you're aware and awesome. I have another I have another one to show you today which I'm super excited about that I just got um he did a turnaround for Louie loon
0: man look at that <laughs> that's great. <laughs>
1: Ain't that nuts? I mean, he just, he, uh, and then he did the colored lines with this one too. So if you get in close, look at that. He, he took our design and he got all the colored lines. I love how he did the palette here. Yeah. He has just been such a, 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 a treasure to have on this project. Yeah. And I want to show you this because, um, and I'll go into our, our mess okay our message board here because he went ahead and i gave him the characters this was his first pass on it yeah okay so there were a few things that he you know that he kind of didn't quite get right away so taking and then there were some things that he did with chucky that i I mean
0: it's a process right
1: exactly exactly so this is now something that i can use to show the animators what not to do like he's so close like it's only the face that he really struggles with or sometimes it's you know the comb but this allows me to say you know make it bigger you know figure out how to do the feet yeah show him notes with the eyes so i can show you know animators and go you know this is how you do the eyes if you know you watch the uh the spark and that's if it's wherever it's pointing that's where he's looking Mm -hmm. this one he did really really good You know, like, good. I noted good beak here, good size here, just make this bigger, keep them, you know, like, he did a phenomenal job here, and then I went and I redlined. So then I did the same thing with his uh, Louis Loon turnaround. And I gave him notes, you know, more kidney bean, raise the beak up a little bit, and do this, which, of course, then he went and he translated... Using my notes, and he did a fantastic job with them. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic job. So he has been such a tremendous find to the team. I mean, we are I'm so excited for what we're doing. I cannot wait to see. I gave him uh, Luca, Johnny, and Janice to do turnarounds for. I cannot wait to see what he's going to do. But then, because I was so inspired and with everything going on, I decided to do this as well, and I'm going to show you this here. Um, okay, here we go. Where? Oh, I better go to videos. Uh, I, I think I have to go to the YouTube Studio here because it's not a public video for everyone to watch. Um. Sorry, that was weird. I, I got a message there, and I would need to check it real quick. Okay, here we go. So years ago, I did what's known as a, a headcanon video. This was something that I was inspired by uh, Vivian Medrano. I can't actually play
0: pull.
1: this. No, 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 no. I'm not going to. I'm yeah, not going to.
0: It, like the audio, they'll, they'll ding a song copyright. They will? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, th- uh, this isn't supposed to be something for monetization. Like, this is supposed to be internal, and this is something that's supposed to be shared for the community. Because I'm going to show you this. Yeah. Uh, I was inspired by um, Vivi Madrano. Okay. Because she did this five years ago. She took. Um,
0: Turn the audio off.
1: Yeah. Well, no. I mean, you need that. You need the, you need the I audio, but basically. Can't play. It. Can't play it. No, no no I understand. Yeah. So what she did was she took her characters and she basically put in the description, you know, um, this is what I'm looking for. And I was so inspired by that that I'm like, why why doesn't anyone else do this? So I did it with Jockey, And I took our characters and I essentially, again, using older artwork that I have right now, but I do plan to go and update it with all the the new artwork you know, and I've, I've started to do that already, but again, taking snippets of vocal talent that I know the, you know, the character needs to sound like putting it behind the voice, behind the picture. Um, and you know, like we have Mike Pollack who is the voice of Tommy Turkey. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I put his dialogue, uh, uh, you know, behind the picture, I just beamed with excitement, just knowing that we did the right thing. I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> this is perfect. Like, he sounds exactly yeah. how I imagined him sounding. And it was perfect. And then the same thing with Freddie Fox. You know, um, we got Michael Kovach. Um, you know, I, I, or I'm or i trying to get these guys. That's the other thing, too, that it's exciting because we can take – snippets of like some of their work that they've done and we can do animation tests, which I would really like to do to showcase to these guys, Hey, we know that you are perfect for this character. Check out this animation test that we've done with your voice. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we can talk about it. And then I put Dom DeLuise in front of Luca Bacon. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, Oh, it's perfect. (laughs) Exactly (laughs) what we need. And uh, like, I, I absolutely love and adore, the work that we've done so far this week and then I'm going to go ahead and showcase um this here. So this is the background for the latest chucky cartoon that we're working on. Caroler's a clucking mm-hmm. and this is Tommy Turkey's apartment coops and Tommy Turkey's home. Mm-hmm. So it's it's all one color right now but you were so impressed about it. I mean you're you're spearheading this. So go ahead mm-hmm. and talk about it for a little.
0: bit. <clears throat> well, I mean I I provided a See, when I storyboard, I tend to do the background design as part of the storyboard process. So I ended up designing the background for this. It was a rough uh, storyboard sketch and sent it off to uh, Gabrielle. And, uh, or is it Gabrielle? What does she prefer? Gabby? Uh, Gabby? Gab-
1: Gabby. Yeah, Gabby.
0: Gabby. Gabby. I apologize, Gabby. That's okay. Um, so, And she did this wicked cleanup of it. Uh, it's ready for paint. Um, she's finalizing the foreground. If you can go back to the foreground, <clears throat> so she's going to do a nice uh, cleanup line on the foreground there. And then, uh, you know, off to the races with painting. And I mean, she did such a great job on the living room scene. I don't yeah. see why she won't do such a great job on this one. Um, I know. Yeah. So she, I'm, be- I'm she very just- excited.
1: she's taken this and and ran with it. So now the challenge going forward is taking these designs and making finalized versions that are not Christmassy. (laughs) So that'll be the (laughs) next challenge that we have. I want to showcase, uh, we, we, we haven't really talked a lot about him on the show yet, as much as we really should, because this guy, um, Andrew, it's just been a phenomenal asset to the team, and I want to showcase this if we can.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: um, this scene that he's done, there's not going to be audio because I'm hooked up to the microphone here or to to the the headphones, okay. but I want you I want uh, you know I want you to see what he's done recently. Yeah. I don't know if this is even the most recent version, but
0: I think it is I okay. think it is yeah. So Andrew is working on the in-betweens for the front caroler. Um, So he's gone through and he's keyed out everybody and got the timing down and stuff. And now he's in the process of putting breakdowns and in-betweens in. And I was was pretty happy with this because his earlier attempts were, I mean, just nowhere near this. Right, like right. He, he was holding drawings on sixes, and like just real stop jerky, not super smooth with overlapping action, and and now right. he he really is like if you look at the brim of the hat, he's he's got a little bounce going on on the brim of the hat. I know, and, and I, I love that. that. I love that. He's uh, I yeah, I can't wait to see the finished scene.
1: Oh, I so, can't either. He's been yeah. working on this now for how long has he been working on this? I, at least I'm, two weeks. I'm, I'm not months. clocking
0: it because uh I don't want him to get uh complex about how long it's take. he's learning right now and it's uh that that's a whole different thing. So I'm I'm not even worried about how long it's been. But it has been it's been since before Christmas. But yeah um you know i'm not i'm not busting his balls about it because no
1: you know, neither am i and, and that's been the yeah this has been that's been the beauty of this particular project is that we don't have deadlines on it Yeah. because we want this to come out i mean i'm going to hold on to this for until christmas like this is going to be christmas 21 yeah uh release and you know the fortunate so
0: thing is we had um uh Laura uh, do some great Tommy Turkey animation based on the old design. And correct. Uh, it's got to be redone with the new, uh, better new and improved Tommy Turkey.
1: Yes. Um, and, and which is, that's just kind of like how it works in the business. And I want to show this because I love how we, we uploaded the animatic uh, a couple weeks ago. And this is, um, Beth, or other otherwise known as Happy, to the rest of the crew mm-hmm. because of her username on Discord, um, she went ahead and she took one of your frames and she <laughs> colored it Chucky, and this is what she used to showcase the video. That's I cool. love this.
0: That's cool. I think
1: this. I I love that you know the team is so hyped about it and so excited about it. I want to show off some of these. Um, renders that the, the team has done. I'm so proud of them. I'm really mad that I, I haven't done this yet, but I'm going to now. So here's a concept that Happy did for a Valentine's Day, cartoon uh, where, Chelsea is sick at home and Chucky wants to do a Zoom date with her. So, you know, they're planning a Zoom date for Valentine's That's Day. Cute. This was the concept that she sent. Mm-hmm. Um, another artist that we have, Elias, pitched an idea uh about Chucky, Johnny, and Louie mm-hmm. looking for Bigfoot called the Wild Foot Chase. And so he did this piece in order to showcase kind of like what he was thinking for the yeah. cartoon. Um Very you can cool. tell yeah you can tell he didn't really practice Johnny that much, but that's okay because we you know it's not the right rabbit anymore. So yeah, which is well, fine. We, yeah
0: we changed it to totally I love the rendering of the Bigfoot foot. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's got a great understanding of uh, uh, shadow and highlights there, at, yes. at least in that image comes across very nice.
1: Yeah. yeah. So this is what I'm excited for to see everybody else, like with their ideas coming up with renderings and ideas, which I did one for mine uh, for Chuck and Chew Mystery Misadventures, um, which a lot of people really loved. Um, the yeah. black and white. Yeah. I love this like this to me harkens back to when I first created the character because I I don't know if I told you this or not. Chucky was a black and white character Mm -hmm. like his original design was black and white. So because he was supposed to be a nod to 20s, like the 20s animators, like a Mm biworks. So to me, this was super cool to be able to go back and rework the older design, the new design of Chucky with the older color scheme. And if I was going to do that, his legs would technically be black because Chucky had black feet on a white body, mm-hmm. but he had the black comb and the black wings. Chew Chipmunk looks like we plucked him right out of those older days. So that to me was just super, super cool. And he was originally inspired by Charlie Chan, uh, the detective. So I love this. I, I hope that we can integrate this into a, a spinoff series or into like a series of cartoons that we can do through the Chucky show. Um, but I, I absolutely love this. Mm-hmm. And then Happy did something really interesting with Chucky and the gang. Do you know who this is? No. This is Louie Loon.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, she yeah. did anime versions of She did yeah
1: of Louie, and then she did one of Chelsea, which I just love and adore. Yeah. And then she did one of Chucky, which I thought was really sweet. Yeah. And then she even did one of Margarita.
0: Yeah. That's
1: which so I just... F- I know. I I just, I absolutely love and adore these. And now you guys are going to see something that no one else has seen, which is super exciting. We got the macho, the macho rooster. And I think I know what we're going to call him. We're going to call him Ronald Rooster. (laughs) We're going to call him Ronald. He's going to be the big buff guy that is always better than Chucky at everything, and he knows it.
0: (laughs) Cool. I like it.
1: So I, I, we're gonna have to redline him, obviously, to make him, you know, yeah. in the beautiful style that you guys have already done. Um, and then, you know, again, working again with Tommy Turkey, even this is outdated with the new design that we have. And the funny thing is, I have not posted the new designs onto the production thread. Ooh, but exclusive! I, I know these are so. You guys watching the show, this is this is all for you. So, uh, but yeah, this is the biggest batch of Chucky material that I've been able to show yeah. on this show. Great job, I man. S- thank you. I am beyond thrilled. Like we have been doing a am- meet. Can you see me again? Yep. Okay. We have been doing amazing work on Chucky chicken. Um, I've been working on a script for Chelsea Um, I actually wanted to talk to you about this because I'm excited to get working on stories but I've been doing some research on Looney Tunes, Tiny Tunes, Animaniacs, and all those shorts. They were storyboard-based. They weren't script-based. Yeah. Do we want to do that with this show as well? I'd be okay doing it that way, like more storyboard instead of... I mean, obviously, we need to do dialogue and write that out for... Um, you know, for the voice actors to do.
0: I I think for, for Tiny Toons, they, they had scripts, um, but the Looney Tunes stuff was Mm -hmm. a room full of board artists just pinning stuff up on the wall. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Chuck Jones would go in and take it all and work out the timing and, you know, edit it in a Leica reel. And then that was the animatic, right? Right. Um, so it's a bit of a different process and we, we can talk about that off camera, but, uh, why is this
1: the part of the production process? though?
0: Yeah, I, I know, but I mean, it's a big discussion because (laughs) you're you're talking about, you're talking you need (gasps) to get people online who could their schedules, they don't line up as it is. You know, could
1: we make that a Patreon exclusive discussion?
0: I think that's the way to go.
1: Okay. So tell you what, um, if you want to hear the discussion between what's the benefit between doing a script-based animatic or a script-based show and a storyboard-based show, head on down in the description and check out, um, the, uh, is it going to be the Valley Studios Patreon or the Chucky? I, uh,
0: that, that's. That's go another... to the valley
1: go to the valley studios patreon it's going to be down yeah. in the link to, to, you know you can go and support all of the shows that we have on patreon you can pick yeah. and choose whichever one you want um we will be uploading this to the valley studios patreon um however there may be a chance that this could be also on the chucky e. chicken patreon we'll discuss it and we'll make an announcement about it it'll be on either one or two or both but that is the only way that you're going to be able well, to Well, wait see a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.
0: Didn't we say that we were going to abandon Patreon and just put content up for free uh to bring in our audience and just grow it that way?
1: You're right. I'm sorry. Stick uh, so we're going to do an, an extra episode talking an about extra bonus an extra free. bonus free free episode.
0: Yes. Free episode. So I, I love this idea. We'll um, call it Clued In. Yeah. Clued In. Cl- Ooh, Clued In, the, the special episode. All go. right, cool, man. Good job.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Alrighty. so now, Mr. Finley, I believe you have
0: my a turn.
1: very special announcement.
0: Okay, so uh, last episode I said, uh, you last know. Last time I was, on yeah. Last time on PWAC. <laughs> uh I was talking oh I okay. I got all that stuff. So. Okay, so last time on PWAC I was talking about Chicken Mecha Turtle, which yep. I am working on. And I said by next episode I will have this page painted. Well, uh pretty much the next day, uh, if not within a day or two, uh, my life got flipped upside down and Turned inside out. In a good uh, way,
1: not in, the in best a bad way. In a very
0: good way, like yes. probably the best way I could hope for. Uh, no, my wife didn't get pregnant with number five. That's yeah. that's not it. Um, uh, basically, many, many months ago, I pitched a TV show concept and it got greenlit by Bell Canada. Uh, so now I find myself uh, producing a television show. Uh, for season one of Drawn to It, behind the screens, uh, and it's going to be a seven-episode mini-series on the process of animation, and we're going to have guests on the show like Brian LeMay, David Proxma, whole bunch of people that are like they've been through it, they know it. Um, and they're going to talk about the different stages of animation, uh, cleanup, character design, rough animation, storyboards, and story development. And we're going to track a working project from episode one to episode seven, which will be a thirty-second commercial to show each process what it looks like when it's actually applied to a working project. Um, so shocking. I'm I'm super excited. Uh, we're gonna start filming in March, and uh, you know, barring any COVID interruptions, uh, right. w- we expect to have uh, all seven episodes done and delivered for September, and it will air on the Bell TV five or no Bell Five TV One channel. So it's like a streaming app. Uh, we were talking about streaming. Yep. Uh, Bell Customers, Bell is uh, uh, basically a cable provider in Canada, and they do cell phones and internet. Um, they have their own uh, streaming app for content they
1: create. at in Canada, eh?
0: Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. But uh, yeah, it's very exciting and full of possibilities. So we're
1: and can I, and let me be the first to officially congratulate you. Um this is this is huge. Like you got the clue. Like we can't do producers without a clue anymore because <laughs> you got a clue. Meanwhile, I'm still clueless. It's going to be, you know, one clueless producer.
0: <laughs> no, I trust me. I I've I'm still working through stuff. I filled out the first invoice wrong twice today. Uh, so I'm I'm still working on things. Well, um, yeah, but I mean, but, the
1: fact that, yeah, sorry, go ahead.
0: Well, I, I'm, I'm just, you know, so excited and happy and full of gratitude. And I, this is where I've been hoping, um, what I consider to be the the second part of my career, the second half, uh, mm-hmm. being, which is more, uh, storytelling, filmmaking, uh, directing, uh, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, because it's uh, it, it's where my passion is right now. Um, the animation years were awesome, and I love them, and I've, I have that skill set, but I, I want to grow from that into the more uh, storytelling part of it. so and I, now
1: th- and now you get to teach that animation portion of it to us, and we're going to be able to continue your legacy, which is very big you know and we're honored to learn from you and from you know David Perexma and from Tom Ruger and everyone else that we have on our team which is phenomenal and i i'm so proud of you like rebecca oh, thanks, and i man. You, i mean Thank we you. are like this is huge like you no one deserves it more than you maybe me but no one more than <laughs> you
0: <laughs> definitely you definitely
1: well i don't have but... the big movie offer i mean i will say this um we are in discussions with a few people.
0: Don't say names. I'm not going to say names. I'm until, not going to say names, yeah.
1: say name, but meetings are being scheduled. As a matter of fact, we have one on uh, potentially next Thursday uh, with Word. an agency who is looking at Chucky and is like, we need to talk. So I'm just like, okay, let's, Dude. <laughs> let's talk.
0: Dude, <laughs> that is so great.
1: So we gotta finish that concept packet and I get it done.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah.
1: by Monday, we gotta get it done.
0: Oh, geez, we're going warp speed with it though, with Tino on board. Like oh my he God, is uh, mean, like that, that's s- a great thing. We can add some like supervision notes, and then he mm-hmm. just bam, here you go, people.
1: And we're right. like, Oh, it's awesome. I know, and he so. does it so fast. Like yeah. I, I think I told I I haven't told this on the studio on the on the podcast yet. I gave him the lineup of the characters like, because he, he was very interesting. Yeah, I'd never been a part of an animation project before. Mm-hmm. I want to learn how to do animation the right way. I mean, I have a great skill set with graphic design, but I really want to learn animation. Like, I want to learn mm-hmm. how to do it and do it the old-fashioned way. I said, dude, you're on the right team. So I wanted to see how we could translate the characters and how quickly he could pick up. I gave him stills of our characters and the concept packet. I gave him the concept packet. Well, with, by the end of the day, I'm going to show you what he gave me. It'll give me a second here. Because, I mean, if you think about the level of work that this guy did in such a short amount of time, it literally blows your mind. I gave him just the concept packet. Okay. Where is it? Hold on. Sorry, give me While a
0: you're looking for it, I'm gonna take the red line sketches that I've done for you, okay. make a collage, and have it printed on canvas, hanging in my home studio, for to, because I have to do shots of the home studio for the opening, for the show. Um, I'm gonna pan, pan across a, a, bunch of artwork on my wall, but that's gonna be one of the pieces of. Oh, artwork.
1: I that's so. such a thrill. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. That's that's so exciting. Um go. okay, so let me show you this. Let me know if you can see it.
0: Black screen.
1: Damn it. Hold on.
0: Oh, this episode's gonna take forever to edit. I'm
1: sorry. How's it look now?
0: Uh Black. How? Okay. Stop. Well, there we go. Now we see you. Black.
1: Damn it. Uh, You need to see. You need to see this. Like this was super cool. What he? Let me. Let me do this. Can you see Janice? Are you able to see Janice? Nope. Okay. (sighs) Switch. All right. How about now? Nope. Okay. Well, anyway, I'll just tell you about it. He did a couple of renderings of pretty much the majority of the cast. He did one of, uh, he did two of Chucky and one of Chelsea, Louie, Tommy, Freddie, Janice, and Johnny, which I think you've seen. It's on the Discord. And he did them so quick. I was just yeah. like, oh my god. Like he got like I, I need to count how many he did. Three, five, eight render. And these are not just like sketches. Like these are full colored, like ready-to-go renders of the characters. Wow. And he did them so quick. Like he even had like the somewhat newer version of Johnny Jackrabbit and like I and the older the somewhat like it just he just so quick yeah that immediately was like okay i need to put you to work i need you to do something i need to utilize you and then when he did the tommy turkey thing and i gave him the tommy turkey uh design that we had done mm-hmm. um and he did a turnaround of it i'm like oh, i know what I'm, I'm gonna use you for i know what <laughs> you're gonna do <laughs> and he's been nailing it rocking it out i'm showing him how to draw the oh he's characters. awesome he's, he's, he's awesome fantastic he's yeah. absolutely spectacular so yeah. i'm so excited um but uh yeah but anyway it, lots of beautiful things are coming and it's a it is amazing what can change in a week
0: yes i mean just a week day- ago both you and i are l- talking like you know yeah. <laughs> just yeah. really want to keep going and hope things are happening and right. now uh tv show uh meetings being made uh with agencies on your end in one week uh well, I so will say this, count I did, the blessings
1: i reached out to uh, an agent of a particular voice actress who i feel could do a lot of wonderful work on the show mm-hmm. and her agent reached out to me and said uh You know, thanks for reaching out. Looks like a cool opportunity. We're definitely interested in exploring, Um, you know, happy to, you know, let me get in contact with this other person and see what they say. And they said it, you know, happy to hop on the phone and discuss, you know, let's talk Mm -hmm. uh, Thursday, you know, Thursday, uh, either Tuesday, the 16th or Thursday, the 18th, you know, with this, with a preference on the 18th. So my goal is, you know, not only to get the actress involved and get her on board and get her liking it, but maybe the agency could be like, oh, my God, let's pick you up and let's see what you can do and be like, yeah, what do you think? And here's the people I'm working with and let's get this show Sold, let's get it going yep. somewhere, you know? Yep. Like, this is this is where it starts. Like, this is the, and I don't like agents. I don't know why I did this. I'm like, why am I reaching out to an agency? I hate agents. Why am wait, I doing
0: Wait this? a minute, wait a minute.
1: <laughs> you're going to have to edit this part out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, you bastard, you're making so much work for me.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> Hold on. All right. <laughs> I've never worked with agents before, so this is all new to me. So well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Same <Seamless>. Smooth. <laughs> smooth
1: like butter.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. Shook. Well, I guess uh, I'm not. Here's the thing from now on on this podcast, yes. I'm not making any promises uh, from week to week on what I'm going to show, not going to show. Uh, because the truth of the matter is this TV show right now is gonna take every second. When uh, and and then in in that I gotta I gotta make sure that I'm still uh, helping you push Chucky forward too. So there there ain't no time, bruv.
1: There ain't so no time. You're not gonna be able to see anything you do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, fine, man. That's fine. You know like, what?
0: Most of what I do for the next month is going to be paperwork and planning. That's and you spreadsheets. know what?
1: Boom! Now you know what to talk about on the show because I'll be the creative and you be the executive. That's how this shiz works. I said okay. shiz. <laughs> I said shiz. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. bat me. <laughs> yeah, because, you
0: know. Yeah. It's not like you created forty other cuts, I like <laughs> it, <so> whatever. <laughs> anyway. See, this
1: is why I, I keep you on your toes.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, who you, you you never had a co-host like me. You know, no. I keep no. it. I keep it entertaining. I keep it yeah. keep it fresh. It's the Aspergers. I speak my mind. You know, just <laughs> if not, there's no real filter except for like profanities and even them. You know, <laughs> I
0: wouldn't. I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, I I think this episode we've both uh, revealed quite a bit. I mean, it's an exclusive. <laughs> I haven't even talked about this on my flagship podcast, uh, Drawn to It podcast, and it's a Drawn to It branch off, right? So uh, as part of the TV show, I have incorporated, uh, drawn to it, Studios Inc. Mm-hmm. And um, it's going to be a company that focuses on, uh, like a film production company. What I want to do is, uh, you uh, jumping off of this show concept, I want to find other artists and do like little tiny documentaries about, uh, their journey and, and film it in, in a real cinematic way. Yeah. Yeah, like the person in back you there. And, uh, no, what? What? Where'd he go? But <laughs> would the bastard but, go? Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm really excited, and my, my older kids have really, really bitten on to the uh, film production uh, bug, big time. It's a good bug to get bitten by. Yeah, my my son is doing videography um, training right now. My daughter's doing the same thing. Plus, she's taking a a marketing course and a film production course. Um, So, yeah, and uh, so I think Drawn to It Studios, Inc. is going to become the family business, I think.
1: Which is fantastic, and I'm so proud of you. And um, we have decided... Um, because of this, and I do have to speak with uh, Rebecca and Aaron as well, um, because you are branching off and starting drawn to it as your own studio, um, we, we will not be absorb Valley studios will not be absorbing you guys. Like I, mm-hmm. I know we had talked before, we want to bring all our projects and put them under the Valley studios banner we are more than welcome to discuss that and maybe we could, but we're going to do them as joint ventures, no longer yeah. just like Valley Studios presents a blah, 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 you know, all that stuff, um, yeah. which I think is going to be very exciting. I'm mm-hmm. I'm so proud. Like I've told you, we talked about this the other day, like you're living the dream, like you're living exactly what I eventually want to happen with my life where my kids are so excited about film and animation and what they're going to be able to do in the next 20 years, whatever technology they have, you know, and they're going to be like, you know, can we make an under Valley studios? It's like, no, we're going to do cook productions or something like that. You know, that's, that's,
0: it's going to be all holographic stuff.
1: Probably. But uh, my kids are going to make even greater stuff than what I'm making right now. I know they, Mm. I hope they will anyway. That's my prayer. But I'm so proud of you man. I you nobody Thanks, more than you. So I God bless you. God bless, that. you know, Drawn to it Studios. All the adventures that you guys are going to have. Uh, I'm excited to keep working with you on Chucky Chicken. That's going to be setting and yep. I would like to talk with you. We'll talk about this a little bit more off camera about maybe having Drawn to it Productions be the production company.
0: Of Chucky e. Chicken. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, we got stuff to talk about. Not <laughs> tonight though, because right after this, I'm going to bed.
1: I'm gonna I be packing up. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be packing up and going to bed here too. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, lots to talk about. Uh, lots of creative things to keep chugging away on, mm-hmm. um, and not lose this great momentum that we've picked up. True. Which is, I I mean, such a. I mean, you really got to strike when the iron's hot, right? So um, we'll keep at it.
1: And with that being said, if you want to see more of us doing our thing,
0: links below. Yes,
1: all the links are. I I was very surprised. You just started doing like weird sign language. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, I'm trying to do my thing. (laughs) <laughs> do the outro. Sorry. You do the outro. Sorry. Sorry. I'll
0: do the outro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a system. I'm Ten sorry. episodes. Don't, don't hit me again.
1: <laughs> and then learn your lesson. <laughs> Maybe I won't hit you with the fork next time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, as always, with everything that we've talked about uh, either today or if you want to see anything that we've done Please be sure to subscribe to the the Drawn To It channel here on YouTube. Please like and comment uh, on the video. Give us a thumbs up. Um, if you have any, if you just want to send congratulations your way uh, to Brian, if you have any questions, we want to hear from you, uh, or to you, this guy or to me, I don't get emails. If they do, they're nasty. And I just delete them. <laughs> um, <laughs> boy, last episode, let me tell you what, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, again, uh, it's, uh, uh P, is a producers? Is it P at Gmail?
0: PewACP projects at P-wack gmail.com.
1: Projects. projects at gmail.com. Uh yeah. or you could also uh email vs.valleystudios at gmail.com if you have any other questions as well. Um there it was one question that I do. I actually did get a question Elena, oh great. Happened. Oh Too this is
0: ago? this is awesome. Why yeah. didn't you start with this? You saved the best for last. Hmm. So By gonna- the way, that is the most confusing music video to ever watch.
1: <laughs> I've never seen it. So. Oh no!
0: Wait, no, never mind. I'm thinking of a different one. Uh, Best for last is uh, what's her name? Never mind. I'll delete I- this part. I-
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, so this is actually from Ginger Chavez on Instagram. Uh, she did message the Chucky Chicken thread and she mm-hmm. says, Dear Chucky, I love your cartoons. I have a couple of questions. Number one, can I submit some uh, ideas to you for cartoons or characters? And number two, what do you use to make, uh, what software do you use to make your animations look so good? I'm starting out in the business. I would love the opportunity to see, uh, t- Uh, Whoa, sorry, I just spaced out there. Starting off in animation, would love the opportunity to uh, work with you one day, but I'm curious to hear how you do it and if you would be willing to take my characters. Thank you, love you, can't wait to see more of your work. So, let me start off with the second question first. Um, I've been a big uh, advocate of this, it is not the software. It is the skills of the animator. Read Mm -hmm. the books. Do the research. Get the animator survival kit. Get the illusion of life. There are more books and videos today on how to do animation than when I got started 15, 20 years ago.
0: And it all comes down to drawing. You've got to draw, 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 learn human anatomy, uh, the muscles, the bones, how they work together. So you know how to break the rules. Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, study the 12 principles uh, set forth by Frank and Ollie from Disney um, all those years ago. They are there to be your guidelines. So you're right. It's it's not the software at all. It's the understanding. And then the software will either make it easier or harder for you, depending.
1: Correct. You know. And the beautiful thing about the principles of animation is that they apply to both 2D and 3D. Now, she did ask, you know, does it have to be on paper? No, it doesn't have to be on paper. You know, if if you can't afford uh, Adobe, get a free animation, get get 2D pencil or get something Mm -hmm. free. You know, start with Procreate or do something I animated the first batch of Chuck E. Chicken cartoons solely in Photoshop, and I had to use the time line function to mm. time out how long each uh, frame of film was going to be on screen. It took forever. But it gave me an appreciation for when I jumped into Toon Boom and when I jumped into TV Paint. It gave me an appreciation for the scrubby tool. And it you, did, the
0: yeah. scrubby tool. You know who else animates in Photoshop? Uh, Brian LeMay.
1: Brian LeMay. Yeah, so, still.
0: He, wow. he prefers working in Photoshop.
1: That I I cannot relate there. I hate working in Photoshop. I think animating in Photoshop is just... Yeah. Well, that's the
0: thing. One One tool... In one artist's hands. uh,
1: I will say this. I will say this. Animatics or keyframing, perfect Photoshop. You render that out. You put it into uh, uh, a program like TV Paint or Toon Boom and you do the cleanup work there. I am all for that 100%. Make that happen every single day. And I may do that. In uh, I may actually do that with my scene for carolers of clucking. You never know. Um but as for the first question um can you submit ideas or characters or things to be used in any show That's
0: tricky with legalities
1: Short answer no <laughs> I make it a point to never take unless you are working with me directly unless you have agreed to be a part of the team and you've met the executives of Valley Studios you've met the team you've been a part of the the group for a significant amount of time. Um, I do not let outside people uh, bring ideas to the table. It's not that I don't want to. I know that there are a, millions of creative people out there, but it's the same thing with any other company. And especially in the age of deviant art and the age where people can Uh, Twitter cancel you like it's no tomorrow. The last thing that I need is me working on a project and some one of you saying, I gave that idea to uh, to Mr. Cook and he didn't give me any credit. Cancel him. Cancel Chucky Chicken. Like that's the last thing that I would ever want to happen. Um, So now if we're holding casting calls and you want to audition for a voice, Go ahead. I'd love to hear your idea for a character. Mm -hmm. If you want to uh, send a demo reel for animation or for character designs, and you know that it's a demo reel and you know that I'm going to be holding on to it, absolutely. I may have Mm -hmm. you sign a, you know, a waiver or something. But other than that, like, that's your call. But... In terms of somebody writing something specifically for Chucky Chicken or saying, this is my Chucky. If you want to do a Chucky Chicken OC and you want to make your own fan character and you want to do something with him, go for it. I encourage that. I want Chucky to be seen far and wide. And if you got a character that you want Chucky Chicken to be interacting with, case in point, um, I discovered the character Condorito. Condorito which is uh, basically the Chilean Donald Duck is the only way that I can portray it. Created in the 40s, um, you know, after, as a, a, uh, actually, fun story about him, he was created as a reaction to the film Saludos Amigos because the artist felt that Walt Disney did not portray Argentina, or, excuse me, did not portray Chile the best way possible, Mm
2: -hmm. which
1: I thought was... spectacular story. So then in 1942, Condorito was created as a result of that. And I think that's just spectacular. And I discovered Condorito. And so I did a a fan piece of Chucky Chicken meeting Condorito. And it went wild. Like I get people from Chile now saying, oh, my God, we love Condorito. We love your chicken. We want to see more. I actually had an artist. um, Actually, let me tell you his name, because I have it right here. Um, I've gotten in touch with, where is he? Ruben uh, Iziguere, uh Santis. Uh, and just uh, from Santiago. Uh, he's actually worked on Editorial Televisa uh, Chile. And he was an artist on the on the Condorito comic book. Wow. And the Condorito comic book. Cool and he reached out and said wow i love what you did with Con- with with chucky and condorito keep up the good work that's fantastic yeah. and i'm like that's cool do that if you got a character that you like and you you learn how to draw chucky chicken go for it will i be giving yeah, you fan art these? fan art is fine will i be yeah. giving you official model sheets no <laughs> those are yeah. internal stuff you know yeah. not going to put those out anytime soon Um, But yeah, I encourage that. But in terms of somebody coming and saying, you know, I put Chucky Chicken in an original story. Would you make it? I cannot. You know, unless you're working at the studio, that's just a big no no. And I'm sorry. I wish I could. But you're more than welcome to submit a completely original idea as a as a portfolio piece to maybe work at the studio and then be put on Chucky Chicken. But I can't take anything no unsolicited stuff
0: proper channels correct yeah cool speaking
1: of proper channels this is where we're gonna end our video so be sure to like comment and subscribe on all of the proper channels valley studios drawn to it podcast uh chucky chicken um also please give some love to the 10 away podcast we do twitch we are doing some twitch streams we are going to start um, doing some live draws and some uh, some live streaming uh, of what we're working on on Twitch, and I'd like to get all of us involved. Maybe we can do a Twitch session on Discord, and all of us just kind of draw and do something. That I think would be, would be fun. We are Twitch affiliated now, which is fantastic. Um, but yeah, keep uh, keep checking out the check out the latest version, uh, latest episode of the Drawn to It podcast here and, and
0: producers without a clue
1: <laughs> and the latest episode of producers without a clue here
0: <laughs> you're making so much editing work for me
1: oh pfft.
0: now i got a line has uh, some okay. leveling
1: it, it le- it's leveling up buddy that's
0: right <laughs> that's right and i'm all for that i'm all for
1: so when so, we just got a, a text from rebecca so i'm gonna let us go so we can both te- take a look at that off screen
0: all right all right, Take cool. Thank you
1: watching, folks. You've been clued in, but now we got a clue out.
0: All right. Ciao. So long. See you, folks.